Welcome to It's DJNA Podcast, where we talk that shit and we just don't give a fuck. So today, of course, we got Shay Janae with us. What's up, oh, Shay? Hello. Hey, bro. How you been, girl? Good. And you? I'm great. That's what's okay. up, though. And you. today we have with us Darla, an OnlyFans content creator. How are you today, Darla? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good, girl. Hey, Darla, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait to get into this. OnlyFans. So we're going to do a little icebreaker today before we get started. Okay? Okay. So it's called This or That. So, Donna, do you prefer big girls? Because we know you like girls, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you prefer big girls or skinny girls? Definitely not skinny girls. <laughs> they got to have a little meat to them. Okay. Fine. Okay. Lube or spit? Spit. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and when you're doing your shows, your your videos, uh, mask on or mask off? Off. <laughs> they okay. need to see this face. Okay. That's what's up. So, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Okay. So, Darla, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your OnlyFans? Um, well, the thing that really got me started with OnlyFans, if you know me, you know I've been getting to the bag since I was young. Okay. Two jobs. Okay. But the thing with OnlyFans, I have an end goal, which is my lingerie line. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's really what made me that, the funding my business, um, getting out there, getting my name out there, the exposure. To kind of push the lingerie line out later on. Um, that That's about it. Okay, I like that. I like that. And what made you want to become an OnlyFans content creator? Mm, really? The money. Who who don't want money? Right. It's all about she, the money. It is all about the money. But that's really the only gain from it is the money. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, like, what type of content do you create? Let the people know. Um, the type of content I do is solo content, um, girl on girl, just a lot of toys. Absolutely no men. Sorry. Mm. And if why you're looking not for that. Um, too much doodles. I like one man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So no men. Mm-mm. Solo and girl on girl. Okay. So what you like most about the creative process behind your content? Uh, really the creative process. Um... It's fun. Um, you get to feel sexy. I always get to dress up. Um, get to send videos to my man constantly. Um, so he get it for free? For the free. <laughs> it ain't really free, but it's it's free. Okay. Kinda. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, how do you come up with the ideas for your content, though? Um, a lot of inspiration I come up with from Instagram. I watch um, reels and stuff constantly. I get... Um, Little ideas from that. Um, sometimes I'll just see little, like hear little songs on TikTok or something and come up with like a, um, a whole theme. And then when I do get stuck, of course, here come the goat, my man, my man. That man always <laughs> helping me because okay. he, okay, he do like be that. helping with my content ideas. Um, he did say like if I wanted to do it, I had to yeah, not look stupid and take uh-huh. it there. If I'm going to do it, go all the way. So, okay. so he's supportive. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good thing. But yeah, other than that, it's really just like Instagram, like, and I I do go and look at other content creators to see what they do as well sometimes to see what kind of catches people's attention. Okay. So how are you able to maintain the privacy while sharing your content? Like, do you have like some people you want to keep it away from and some that you don't mind watching it? Um... Well, at first, I was kind of concerned about the locals. I was trying to keep them away from my Twitter, but mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, it was hard. Um, but now I just really don't care because at the end of the day, if I'm going to be doing the OnlyFans, I mean, people going to say whatever they want to say. Mm-hmm. They're going to see it either way. They're going to talk about it. it. It is what it is. So I really too much don't care. I do post stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't even care. There's plenty of locals on my Twitter now. I don't care about it. Um, as far as OnlyFans, like the videos and stuff go, I mean, it's on OnlyFans. You got to pay for it. Right. If you pay for it, you see it in nowhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I got a question. So how do you get to the point of like for the local people? Because yeah. it's been so many things that I've been like, okay, I might well try this, but I just don't want certain mm-hmm. people to, to know certain it. things you know what i'm saying so how did you get to the point of like fuck these people mm-hmm. um i don't honestly and truly like i always been one of them people i just don't care what nobody think if you know me for real and we talk about something i'm honest like i be open mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you the truth just like even if it came down to past relationships and stuff like that even if it's embarrassing as hell like i'm always gonna tell the truth like I ain't yeah. faking the funk for nobody. Like I ain't never been like that. So and okay. I can vouch for her. I for just that. really okay. I really don't. I ain't, it don't it don't bother me. And at first I was kind of concerned about like what people would think, what my mama would think. But mm-hmm. again, like I got one person in my corner that just is supportive of it. So it really don't bother me. I always never cared. So what do your mom think about it? She know, but she be trying to act like she don't know, <laughs> child. She because mm, she made a joke. What did she said. One day I was talking about my Facebook page because I be getting a little Facebook page too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I had just got $600 on Facebook. She was like, you got it from Facebook or you got it from OnlyFans? Oh, <laughs> I she said, knows I said, first of all, OnlyFans, I ain't getting no $600 now. That ain't enough for me to be showing uh-huh. anything. Right. So she knows, but she, she don't be mm-hmm. trying to acknowledge it. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you ever gotten any negative feedback from it? Um, Of course, when I first posted it, um, <laughs> everybody thought I was joking. Until I posted the link. So, nobody says it to me, obviously. Now, I'm going to hear the little chitter-chatter here and there mm-hmm. coming from other people. Like, them telling me what people say. Little slide, little statuses and stuff. Fuck them posts. I don't care. <laughs> okay. They, they wish they could yeah. do it, for one. Mm-hmm. Most of them wish they could do it, but scared of what people want to think. Because yeah, I done had so skin. many people, like, come to me and be like, damn, I really want to do it, too, but I'm scared. But at the end of the day, if you're scared, you're going to do it. Because at first, when I first started it, it was hard for me, too. Like, I started it. I slacked off because I kept worrying about, like, mm-hmm. it started getting. Like I said, that day, that tweet had started going up. Uh, and, yeah, uh, and I got scared. It. I deleted it. She went viral and got what? scared and deleted it. Viral? Like, yeah, viral, viral? Viral. It wasn't completely viral yet. It was, like, at 500 and something retweets. And it was, like, okay. a lot of local people, too. And they just, like, I woke up, seen it, and instantly was, like, oh, my God. And I deleted it. <laughs> like, what did you expect? I don't know. But it wasn't even nothing, though. What was it? Uh, it was something. Sucking a deal, though, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cute. I was, like, why did you delete it? I got scared. The locals started, mm-mm. Fuck them. <laughs> but after that, I just, mm I just started so, letting them in. So you have tough skin to be able to deal with it. Um, you just don't you give a do. damn. I really just don't care. Right. I mean, it, it is what money. it is. At the end of the day, when I come up and y'all see what I do have planned because I'm not doing it just to do it because I need quick money. It's a plan behind it. Okay. So when my plan turn out how it turn out and everybody looking, I ain't want to hear nothing. Okay. So okay. you had mentioned um, that you starting up the, or you doing it with your lingerie mind. Your lingerie line in mind, that's the 
end goal for you. So, like, uh, when can we expect that? Like, do you have, like, a... I don't have an actual date yet. Okay. Um, I'm starting to work on, like, having, like, little stuff for me to wear around to kind of, like, build up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably, like, I'm a, soon I'm going to start doing skits for my OnlyFans that, like, it'll be a skit that I can post on Instagram that'll, like, lead into the scene. And in the skits and stuff, obviously, I'll be wearing, like, pieces from my lingerie line. But it's not going to be, like, lingerie, lingerie. It's going to be, it is going to be lingerie, but it'll be, like, a bra and panty set. Mm-hmm. Like, how, kind of like how... I don't want to say the name. It's a big one, too. But <laughs> it'll be like Brian Penny says. And probably, eventually, I'll probably add gym wear and stuff to it, too. Okay. But, okay. So, I just have a lot I want to do to kind of build it up, like, as far as, like, building up my Instagram and things like that. Because a lot of that stuff can come from Instagram. And I don't want to be paying, because I plan on paying a couple of porn stars to um, okay. advertise my stuff. And I, I got to go get surgery to match my body. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want my body to match what I'm trying to do. So, I'm trying to get back to eating right, doing all of that, too. So, okay. but I do plan on, hopefully, by the end of next year, dropping you. That's okay. what's up. So in what ways have the OnlyFans content created empowered you or allowed you to express yourself? Mm, I feel like it allowed me to express myself because I just always been, like, I always been like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I always been a little freaky. <laughs> but now I'm just, like, public with it, open with it. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much, it's, it's an easy way because, I, like I said, I'm always open. So I just don't be caring what already comes out my mouth and what I do half the time. So... As far as that, it, it's just me. It's always been like that. Okay. So how did you interact with your subscribers and, and build a sense of community on OnlyFans? Um, interacting with the subscribers, if you pay for the um the monthly subscription or whatever, most of the time you have to tip to even message. So okay. I do respond. As long as you ain't out the way with nothing, but I do respond. Um, a lot of them don't say nothing out the way. They ask, how you doing, da 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 this, and the third. It's really, so as long as you keep a conversation, respond back, a lot of them just be happy with the little stuff, and yeah. it really don't even have to be a lot. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Well, what type of advice would you give someone who's trying to start an OnlyFans? Um, my advice to somebody who would be trying to start is, if you plan on starting... Don't don't be like how I was. I was I was into it at first, and then a couple of people had said little comments or whatever here and there. Like you gotta you got you really do have to have tough skin. Mm-hmm. So just keep up. Um, be yourself. Have fun with it. Um, feel sexy. Be free. And fuck them people. Let's get to the bag, period. <laughs> That's what's up. Definitely fuck them. Just do you, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to a bag. So did you face any challenges with your OnlyFans? Um, the challenges I had with my OnlyFans is um, here and there, like, I would... Content creating is really, like, a job for real. So you really got to make time for it. And the people who... Like, there is people who are full-time with it, so they spend their whole day doing nothing but content. Um, but when you're working as well, it's hard to make time. Like, with me doing nails full-time as well, I try to do content kind of like towards the night. So mm-hmm. as far as that is, I slack off. Like, sometimes I'll slack off for like a week or two weeks with no content at all. 
but I'll have if I go and set three days a week to like record the content, I'll have extra content built up. Okay. Okay, so Darla, what's the outcome of you taking time off from your from you posting your content? Um, the outcome when I took the little couple of weeks to a month off, um, it did hurt my subscribers. Obviously, they didn't pay for it. Some of them didn't come back the next month. Um, but even then, like, some people would come and go either way it goes. So it did take some of my subscribers down. It, but I just really had to get my mind right to kind of, like, plan out stuff. I wanted to get more organized with it, set certain days to get my content together. I also found a content partner, which I did. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it did hurt me, but I feel like I'm gonna come back a lot stronger. Make sure right. I post every day, be more consistent, especially with Twitter, because mm-hmm. I did grow a lot of followers when I was posting constantly every day. So it just really taught me a lesson, mm, just to come back harder. I do got a whole little plan, so hopefully mm-hmm. everything is everything. So being that you have a Twitter, does that affect your OnlyFans also? Because they can see it for free on Twitter, right? They can see something for free, but it's only two seconds. They make okay. I I've never paid for OnlyFans before until I, mean, I did pay for somebody OnlyFans. <laughs> so until I was watching their Twitter, and I was like, damn, like I just got to see the rest of this because. So it just really makes people want to see more. They mm-hmm. only seeing two seconds, four seconds, or whatever the case may be. Um, you never know what people will like. You're always gonna it's always gonna be somebody or something. Like, it's something about you or somebody that's always going to be cringy to certain people. So, like, I mean, everybody, yeah, it's 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 free on Twitter, but you're not seeing nothing. You're okay. seeing something, but nothing. Listen, I had, um, I did the OnlyFans thing. Like, I ordered somebody or I subscribed. <laughs> you ordered somebody. <laughs> yeah, I ordered them up. <laughs> No, I subscribed to somebody's OnlyFans because she was putting shit on her um on her story, like on Facebook and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I like that. I want to see. So I subscribed to this girl's shit for her to be out there showing her toes. <laughs> when I say I was so mad, like, I oh, been pissed, girl, your second toe longer than your big toe. And oh. I'm not discriminating, but I just don't like that. That yeah. thing So what was she posting like, so that got your attention? Because I mean, she was posting like, Spread. I'm talking about this bitch was oh, like, I mean, she had her. I mean, she was doing the little Kim pose, everything pussy fat. Like, oh. I want to see it. Like, she's freaky. Like, she was posting a lot of shit on her story. But then when I got on her thing, I was so mad. And I always wonder, like, is this a reoccurring charge or do I have to, like, you have to, when you sign up for it, <laughs> did you put reoccurring on there? I'm or either you have sure. to go in there I and the back and go check because it was a little cheap. She might be went up. I got to check my card and see oh what God. I'm paying for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the one I paid for, baby, she had some shit up there. Okay. But. Mm. Okay, so also, how is it dating with, you know, OnlyFans? Because, you know, some men be like, I don't date strippers. I don't date a girl with OnlyFans. Is that true? No, nah, I ain't gonna lie. That was my, when I first started, like, I, that was my main concern. I was like, damn, ain't nobody gonna want me for real. And then I was like, fuck mm-hmm. this shit. I ain't want to ask it. Just give me the money. But, um, them people really be lying. And nowadays, it's really a new generation. Like, people really don't care about that shit no more. Like I said, because I'm still going into real estate with, and what, That's I mean. what's up. Mm-hmm. So, with real estate, I see real estate agents every day on Instagram advertising their OnlyFans. It's in their bio. Really? So, it's really a new age. People really don't care about these, that. 
most of the time they boyfriends or whatever in it. So I just feel like it's not a big deal like how it used to be. Like just like how gay shit used to be looked upon, like looked down mm-hmm. on. Yeah, and now everybody's yeah, gay. So they, everybody's coming out. I just feel like it's not a big deal no more. Like nobody don't really care about that. And if they do, I mean, that ain't for you anyways. Okay, so Darla, what's the difference between a private snap and your OnlyFans? Um, well, private snap, it's it's more money. Um, a lot of these people who pay for OnlyFans, either they got a girlfriend or wife or somewhere in the hiding and they don't want it to show up on their bank account. And OnlyFans is gonna show up in the account. Like on the statement, it's OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. So and it's gonna show every charge. If you pay for multiple, if you pay for tips, it's showing everything. <laughs> oh. So a lot of people, a lot of men don't want to show on their bank accounts for one private snap is more like low-key um they just pay through cash out whatever your fee is they send the cash out um you just add them into the private story now the difference between that is the snap it disappears after 24 hours obviously you can go back and post the same thing post new stuff but on OnlyFans, it's always there okay so um a lot of people do the OnlyFans because they get to see it whenever they want to see it not just when you post something so, but the private snap, they keep banning me. <laughs> I done had to make about six Snapchats. I can't even use my phones no more. Why they banning you? Because I guess somebody reporting. I don't know. It's too <laughs> explicit. If they reporting it, y'all pay for it. So I don't, but I don't think that's what it is. You know how they have that little AI thing on Snapchat now? Mm-hmm. It shows that the AI looks at your story. Oh, so wow. I think that's why I kept getting banned. I don't know. But I done got banned from like, every time I made one, it'll last like three days and then it's gone again. Okay. Have you ever had someone ask for other services outside of OnlyFans or private Child. stuff? Oh. They be offering. They they do be offering up money, trying to do meetups and stuff. But baby, I ain't going for that. I ain't. I might be got an OnlyFans, but I ain't meeting up with nobody now. They offers money, baby. So these little y'all forty dollar hoes, y'all need to go up because these people ain't being on OnlyFans offering bands at a time. <laughs> it's the forty dollar yeah, hoes. Yeah. <laughs> So you would never do it? No. Okay, so I like the Snapchat thing. So I got a private story as well. Um, With my private story, though, I don't charge people. I only got females in there. like, And it's either I got them in there because they have me on their private story or because I like them. Like, I'm like, look at my pussy hoe. (laughs) But but no, so yeah, I might have... Because people have asked me, like, how much is your private story? Because everybody know I got one because... Mm -hmm. People always talking like, "Oh, y'all, mm-hmm. shake on her own shit." Y'all, I really don't be doing shit. Honestly, I never knew you had one though. I yeah, I got one. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I never charge anybody though. But there have been niggas that have asked me like, "How much is your private story?" I'm trying to get on that shit. Girl. Like, what I gotta pay to get on your baby? <laughs> and you, but I don't. Me? I only put girls mm-hmm. on there, so okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, girls do pay for it. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie because when I started mine, I was strictly. I did have, like, a little small one before, like, where I always had, like, a couple of girls where I was doing a little certain shit. Now, I didn't have my whole pussy out or whatever. That was This was before I actually started the private snap. But I did always have, like, girls in a separate private snap, like, where I'd be lingerie pictures, shaking ass, or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But when I started doing private snap for money, all that was out the window. Like, you gonna pay for this, and them bitches be paying you. Okay. They don't care. They, they do be paying because they... Bitches is gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and everybody knows I've been gay. So, it is, they pay. They be wanting to see. I have a lot of females on my OnlyFans, too. So, and it's $20, $30. 
And did you mention the name of your OnlyFans? I don't think so. Vintage Cream. Mm-hmm. Go check her out. But that's also going to be my lingerie line. I'm styling it all in together. Okay. So that's going to be the name of the lingerie line, too. Vintage Cream. I like that. Yeah. Like that sound real it smooth. It sound like, like a, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Y'all ready for a messy moment? You know how y'all like to be in our business. Damn, bitch, and you messy. Yeah. Okay, y'all, I got to tell y'all the story that happened to me this weekend. So, you know, <laughs> I was going to go link with this boy or whatever. That I, like, I used to deal with him way back when, when I was young, you know. So, you know, we linked back up. I seen him at a store. Boom. So, he told me to pull up. So, I pulled up to his house or whatever. We outside chilling before, you know, I only came the fuck. I was trying <laughs> to talk. But we outside talking. You know, I'm just chilling. I got my door, my car door kind of cracked open or whatever. So, I got, like, one leg on the door, you know. Holding on to the door, just talking in my mind. I'm like, okay, what is this boy talking about? So we're talking and talking. And he, it's like every time he walked by me, it was a smell. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hell. What it was giving? <laughs> it was a smell. It was giving musk and something. I don't know. So you know when you smell something, the first thing you do is check yourself out. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I just washed my ass. I had my leg cut. I was outside. No, that ain't stink. So, you know, I snuck, <laughs> I snuck my hand in, got a smell. I'm like, no, it ain't me. So I'm just still trying to, I'm letting him talk, acting normal, like, what is this? So then he was like, he was scratching his arm. He, he was like, you know, he got sensitive skin and he just sprayed some cologne on him. So I'm like, oh, that's the cologne. I couldn't do anything with him because that smell. Mm. So I was trying to think of a way to just get out of it. Do I have to just go ahead and fuck this boy and get it over with? You should have told him to go wash that shit off. I wanted to so bad, but I'm not mean. I can't oh, do yeah. stuff like that. So, in, so the anyway, cologne was smelling like mud? Yeah, something. I don't know. I, I felt like it was a cologne. <laughs> what the fuck he had? <laughs> it was so stank. Was it that or was he trying to cover up? He ain't washed his ass in about three days. But he's not that type of person. So I think he put on the wrong thing. Mm. So in my mind, I'm like, Lord, I got to get out. So his brother kept calling his phone because he wanted to go to the club. So I was hoping he'd just be like, you know, I'm about to go. So finally he was like, you still by yourself, ain't it? I'm like, yeah. He was like, oh, shit. So he was like, I can come to your house after I go chill with my brother a little bit. I'm like, yeah, because that's my way out. So I got home, y'all. Jumped straight in bed. Like, I ain't got time. Locked my doors. My phone kept ringing. This boy called me 22 times. Damn. 22 times. Mm-hmm. 22 times. Forgetting he had my address, too. So, you know, I had my son there. So my son was in the living room sleep. So I had texted my son's phone like, if this, if you hear somebody knock on the door, just don't move. <laughs> so... The boy knocked on the door, the window for like 10 minutes straight. Called me 22 times. So, you know, I'm in the room in a, on the bed on TikTok while he's knocking. So, you know, he finally left. The next morning he called, was like, why the fuck you ain't answer the door? You told me to come and you like, okay. So I finally said, you know, I um I got somebody. <laughs> so, you know, we can't do this no more. So, and it was all because he was smelly. So if he really wanted that pussy, he Real called bad. it. Yeah, knock on the window. Yeah. He came to your house. He knock on the windows, the doors, That's everything. Crazy. I felt special, but you stink. <laughs> so whatever you know, it is, he would. I would have to say you got to wash that shit off, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my son asked me who was that. That's I didn't tell him the name. But I said <laughs> he just can't come in. He was like, "Why?" I said, "Cause he stank." <laughs> and that was that. When you got excited, like when he was like, "I'm gonna just come to your house," you was like, "Yes." I was, I'm thinking you excited, like, "Okay, no. she gonna let him. She gonna make him go in there and what?" No, <laughs> I knew if I leave his house right then, I'm clear. I don't have to be mean and say you stank, or I can just go. 
No, so. them way outs be good. I be needing that shit sometimes. I done yeah. had somebody call and um, make up an excuse while I was on a date. Oh, I done tried that. Mm-hmm. But this was horrible. He's so handsome. Oh, he's so handsome. But I couldn't get past that smell. So do you think you're going to get to a point of like nope. telling him? <laughs> I won't even answer the phone no more. Nope. Oh. That one strike you out. Why are you smelling like that? One striking you out is he crazy. Might be, he, he might be just what's happening like that. You know, what I he know. Just like so when striking you out is like that's so not fair. Weird. That's crazy. Well, in this case, I don't think so. In your case, that's not. That's crazy. That's insane. Okay, so <laughs> y'all was talking to this boy, and I had liked him. He was real cool, like he was going good, right? And um, I don't know. One day I was just testing him and shit. Like, you know, he was like, "I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you." So I'm like, "Okay, cool. We gonna talk or whatever." But the day was just progressing, whatever. He was supposed to pull up on me. You know, mm-hmm. I was. I ended up telling him, like, you know, I'm going to just hit you because it was getting late. And I just felt like you about to play anyway. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know how I went to sleep. I went to sleep. Like, okay, he ain't came. I went, I went to sleep. And I woke up. And when I woke up, that shit was on my mind. So, I had pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had, I just, and I didn't go over there on no weird shit. Like, because I already was spending some time there anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I felt comfortable enough to be like, shit, I'm fucking with this dude. Like, Mm -hmm. let me see what's going on because I've been trying to hit you. You know what I'm saying? And what time was it when you got up out your sleeve? (laughs) (laughs) That's the weird part on my behalf now. It was 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) What time was it? It was 5 o'clock in the morning. That was on your mind, really. What, Yoshi? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he cut me off. He, he, was, it, he was like, no. He was like, But no. that's not fair. He was like, I think, but I don't for know, it to be I something like, like that, if you didn't act crazy for it to be something she didn't like act that, crazy. I feel like I that was just a way. crazy. I was on some shit like, I bro, like, what's going on? Like, what's wrong? Like, that's why I say, if it went like that and you ain't act crazy, <laughs> yeah. he, just, he just wanted a way out. Because you couldn't bust That's no, my no, thing. No. That's what I've been saying. Hello, he wanted Uh-oh, a way out. Way that was out. just the easy <laughs> no. way to go about doing it. No, you can't. It, it's it's a certain level of disrespect to show up to anybody's house unannounced. They do it Sort of, kind of, but yeah. They do it to us. No, then, then, and then that's they just get away with it. No, that's you, that's you accepting that. But they just don't, yeah, that's what I'm about that's, to say. They they just don't, they get away with it because we don't do the one strike. Well, I do now. I don't be playing no, that shit. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm not saying it's one strike. It's the the type of strike. Because it could be, it, it could have been some other things that were bypassed. Okay, I'm cool with this. That red flag, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with this, okay. You show up to my house five o'clock in the morning, unannounced, knocking on my door, <laughs> or ringing my doorbell. I mean, she or called knocking him. On the, went, and I didn't answer. So it should be known that if I'm not answering, it's one of two things: either I'm busy right. or I'm asleep. That's that's why I can't do the movie. And, and, I, and I, I feel like we was beyond it. Right. I, it was not, not, like- nobody, nobody <laughs> is nobody <laughs> unless you live in this house. <laughs> Unless you have a key. He gonna I love what she's saying though. Nobody. Oh, yeah. he gonna talk shit. Unless unless you have a key, nobody has the right to show up to your house unannounced. Same thing for you, uh, with, with your thing. Yeah, DJ. so you got like, a point. Yeah, like it, it's not about like if I didn't answer, don't just come to my house. You don't know what's my mama could have been there. My daddy could have been. For me, yeah. my kids could have been there unexpectedly, and I fell asleep with them on the couch watching the damn Disney Channel. 
And that was my case. You don't know what... No, that you was just trying to get out of it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that. that is a huge strike. That's not... That's like you on strike three and you swung and it was like, damn, cuz. Like, that's it. Because I mean, that's, that's, that's... I feel like if I was on strike three, because everything before that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, everything before that was like... But, Shay, that's a... That, I ain't gonna front. That's a line for, for men... That's, for, that's a line for grown men, not a line for men who like toxic shit. Yeah, like see, I, and that's yeah. that's yeah. a that's a toxic trait. It so that can means, be, so that means but that I do want to say that I didn't have toxic intentions. I just the intent doesn't matter. It perception do matter. Does no perception does because remember we're all dealing with we're all dealing with the baggage that we come with, right? So we're all dealing with whatever past relationship that we've had and mm-hmm. things that other other toxic people. Have done and I say you've never come across to me as a toxic person. Until when? <laughs> I just said oh, never. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> never means I'm sorry. ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why they put ever in never. Okay. Um, you've never come across to me as that. But I've only seen you in this light. Mm-hmm. But if you attach that to somebody who's dating you in a romantic way, and maybe somebody in their past has done that, which every man. There's not one man walking this planet that has not dealt with that. Mm. And the person that they've dealt with with that has been toxic. Everybody ain't got their own house. So, yes, it is. Yeah. Every man. <laughs> you said what? Every man ain't got their own house. So, it's some that ain't dealt with that. They got no, pulled up at no, 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 the trap. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. People <laughs> pull up the trap. People done got pulled up at the trap. People mm-hmm. done got pulled up at their mama house. Mm-hmm. The couch they sleep on. Like, And I'm just saying, like, I don't think, I think that's a line. That's the line for a man. I don't know what it's for women. No, but that's why I say, what kind of people are you used to dealing with, Shay? Like, what kind of men do you talk to on in general? Can you pull up on, like, in the middle like, of the night? Because if you talk to a hood man, then they, they going to go for that shit because most of them like it. Right. So they talk. Yeah, they doing the same shit. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I like, I like all kind of niggas, first and foremost. <laughs> I like men, period. I love black men, like. You know, I'm a advocate for black men, like mm. so. But anyway, that's another story. But black, I, I don't know. I like all different kinds. And lately, I've been more so interested in like you know we was talking about the little business on the yeah. situation I had. Like, yeah, yeah. I like guys that have businesses because right. you know though that there's certain skills there that I want to learn and I want to you know what I'm saying. So I like people that bring value to your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, in a professional sense. Yeah, and um. So this was a business dude. Yeah, definitely uh, business. Yeah, so then now you can't do that. Yeah, and I didn't take it as that. You know why I didn't take it as that? Because I know the nigga from the hood. Like we literally grew up mm-hmm. in each other's backyards. It so. don't matter. Like, it don't matter. Like that stuff don't. Like I think what people and fail to true. realize. What people fail to realize is we've all been scarred in some way, and then some scars run way deeper than we even realize. Mm-hmm. And when we come through those situations with a woman that just pops up, when if you pop up on me, it's not good. <laughs> Something done happened. Either I didn't respond to you in a manner in which you wanted to receive it. So that's why you came over there. So although your intent, so what was your intent? You want to make sure he was safe? He was good. He was good. I ain't gonna that he didn't have a car crash. Sure, he was safe. So why'd you go? Why'd you? Why'd you but pop since up? Since you're not answering me, I'm gonna come get the answer. <laughs> that part, that's toxic. No, it wasn't. You can wait till the morning time. <laughs> you can wait till I get up and I call you back. 
waited. No, but that no, thing no. Was on my mind. Okay. No, you want to know because what was on your mind? But women don't know how to control their emotions. The penis. That, that's the problem. The penis was on your mind. No. Then what was on your mind? You want to know somebody was over there? That's why. Yeah, yeah. To have sex around that time, like yeah, but somebody was. But, <laughs> but you wanted to know was, if somebody was over there. No, it was no. I didn't give a fuck if nobody was over there. I, that's something I don't never worry myself with. I ain't worried about no other bitch and what no nigga so, doing with no whole. So if period. So, I, so if another girl was over there, then what? If another girl was over there, I would have went home and cried in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, if another girl was there though, seriously, back the fuck up and go home, and I'm gonna get to calling and texting that phone. No, I'm uh-huh. just playing. You're not. But I'm really not. Don't I know you're not. I know you. See, but, uh, see what I mean? Toxic. <laughs> At least you want to call and text and not tell shit. That's a little bit better. Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna say nothing. No, cause he know it. I stay too contained some shit. Oh, okay. shit. That's still so, toxic. No. Like, why is we tearing up each other's shit? Like, why not end it? Well, why not just be done? That's what he did. Yeah, that's what he did, and I respect it. So I, you can't I call respect, him wrong. I was shocked. Ain't that man part of it told me no. But DJ, you said you said that man was wrong for that. That man popped up at your house. Yeah, with, with his bad smelling cologne. And you you didn't even wait to see if the man took a shower. You could at least answer the door and say he did. <laughs> right, yeah, he, he took a shower. It might have been worse because they went out. Well, what the must might have covered it. That, <laughs> no. that, that old spice might have. You know what I mean? You did I, right, baby. That's kind of what it was. Old spice. That old spice might have did it. Musky. No, yeah. old no. spice do not I get musky, musky, baby. That baby was playing <laughs> ball that day or something. Nah, shit. that old spice. I, I think old white people wear old spice. I don't know, but um, I I don't think he was wrong for coming. As far as he he did call before he come and I didn't answer so yeah but before I left I did tell him yeah you can pull up so that's oh, well, I guess that's he, why I, yeah he didn't he didn't he but didn't I didn't know. think he would because I said call me before you come though and I purposely wasn't gonna answer the phone so no, I don't he, know. he wanted that pussy baby Real he, bad he was gonna just show up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want that thing for sure just like you Shay. <laughs> I definitely had one that thing. I did. I did. What the fuck? It's it cool, had you going crazy. It's cool though. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. You know. Okay, but it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. But did you have any crazy encounters like that, darling? No. Um, <laughs> baby. One of my relationships could have been on a damn lifetime story. Oh, yeah. It could have been a movie, baby. But it was like, with what? a girl. I tell it's one it's one story that I tell people sometimes, and one of my clients always be like, every time I I think of your name, I think of that Michael Myers movie because of one situation that happened. You think of who name? Um, no, the, one of my, I uh, told one of my clients one of my stories like from my past relationship, like what happened, how full the girl was, and she was like, every time I think of you or like um see your name on Facebook, she was like, I always think of you being on the Michael Myers movie because of how the girl had chased me. And what happened? Chased me on, huh? What, what happened? happened? Now you know. I used to be going through that fool shit. <laughs> I don't know, but it basically was. Um, I had the craziest shit I ever had somebody do to me for real, for real was. I went in the store. I had my car parked outside. Okay. Nobody was in my car. I come back to the car. I used the bathroom in the restroom, the bathroom in the store, and all. Paid for my little stuff. Came back to the car. I sit down, crank the car up. Next thing I know, somebody holding something to my neck. So that's why the girl always be like, I feel like I just think about Michael Myers every time I think about oh you. Oh my gosh. How did you feel? I was scared as hell. I had already been doing what I was doing then at that point. I had came home for two days. So she was oh crazy. My God. No, it was some fool shit. I could have really been on a Lifetime movie. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So that popping up shit is nothing compared to what the hell I went through. But I was been de- dealing with girls also. I don't think I ever really did. No pop-ups. Ex- except for... No, I mm. did do one. 
when I popped up at the trap after one of the podcast episodes. No, I got that was recent. No, that was my first. No, that was when I was. Hmm? Yeah, on Kane show. Because I mentioned it at oh, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And we went. We was drunk after the podcast, got in the Mustang, pull up, and the bitch was there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I can't say nothing. I really was. That last relationship was here. I did some shit. Pregnant and all, pulling up, beating ass and driving off. Mm-hmm. Beating ass pregnant? Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all mm-hmm. both toxic. No, I was going. It's certain <laughs> different people bring out different stuff in you. Like, and it I does. really went through some crazy stuff in that relationship so it really brought the worst out of me i really was full as hell i feel like if you just be honest nobody has to be toxic hello that's it be be real with me from the jump and mm-hmm. i won't have to act out in my case it ain't just the honesty baby because as soon as i feel disrespected i be on go see i give chances like that i give chances i give too many chances but mm-hmm. as far as that boy, you know, I don't care to, that one strike and you out. That's cool no. because we ain't really got nothing. Yeah. But when so it be, it, when it comes to somebody I'm talking to for real, I do give a, I do tend to give a lot more chances than I should. Yeah. I think we I'm, all do. I'm out of that stage. I'm I, I'm so out of there, like, giving people chances and stuff like that. And I love that for myself because I'm, I've always been a giver. I've always mm-hmm. been a person that... Uh, oh, I love you. I love people. You know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah. it, you know, it made me more tolerable. And I'm to a point now where it's like, you know what? Girl, fuck no. Like, you don't let nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I have been, like, removing myself from a lot of situations. Not mm-hmm. even just relationships, but, but family. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm there. Like, I'm, I'm not giving nobody no more chances. And it's such a beautiful thing because... Like I said, as a person that has been so giving, the person that's forgiving and, you know, I like the men shit and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not being, I ain't going to say I'm not that person, but I'm, it's, I used to overly do that mm-hmm. shit to people that don't deserve it. So now that I'm doing it in the places that it actually is deserving, like it make a whole difference. And it just, like if. Like, my confidence, everything is, like, through the roof. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like... I'm trying to get there. You know you know what made me really get to that point, though? Because I put up with a lot of shit in the past, but now I don't go for nothing. You can't even raise your voice no kind of way towards okay. me. So, what really changed my whole mindset was my baby. Like, mm-hmm. so, before that, I really did used to deal with a lot of shit. I dealt with a lot of shit in the last relationship because of the situation, me being pregnant and how... Everything came along with my baby. So mm-hmm. it just, after her, it just was up. Because I I don't want her to deal with or take yeah. certain stuff or see certain things that I went through or just mm-hmm. in general. Um, my baby really changed that for me. Now I don't go for shit. Okay, then. That's good. I love it. It's a, that's a, um, it's a good place to be at. It's, a, it's, new, it's new for me. So it's like, it's like. Yeah, I stood on business, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, even though that shit hurt, <laughs> and, and I'm to the point now where I'm, 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 um, I'm just like growing pains. Yeah, it do. It might do hurt, but I can still smile through that shit because I already know. Like, I'm just going to keep moving forward, and it's like, you know, I'm just getting closer to what it is that I'm reaching mm-hmm. for you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like okay i felt that you know it hurt a little bit but it, i also gained in the situation so it's like you know what shit you know shit happened 
Yeah, I'm trying to get where y'all at, like, now. As far as, like, in friendships mainly. Because as far as the men, you know, I don't really deal with them too much. But as far as the friendships, like, if if somebody's calling my phone, because I don't like to talk every day on the phone. But I have friends that will call and call and call. And I feel like that's disrespect, too. Because if I don't answer my phone after this, I give you two calls. If I don't answer my phone after the second call, don't call my phone no more. Let me call you back or let me text you. And I'm going to therapy now for that, too, because I would get anxiety because I didn't answer the phone for a, mm-hmm. a friend. And I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. So now I just be like, I see the phone around. Well, whatever. And I, don't, I feel like I don't have to explain myself as to why I didn't answer because I pay that bill. I don't have to explain nothing because I'm grown. Now, I got that kind of down pat. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning other stuff, too, as far as that. But, but yeah. friends these days just don't, a lot of friends don't have. Don't know like, boundaries. Yeah, they don't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the, it's more like a relationship than a friendship. Yes. Oh, my God. So the friend, <laughs> I had a friend for 10 years. We recently just fell out. And to be honest, she didn't might have been a part of me, too, because I'm so used to talking to her every day, all day. Mm-hmm. So when she didn't call me for a day, two days, I knew something was wrong. I knew right. she was mad at me. So I would call her if she ignored me. I just thought, oh, here we go with this. Right. <laughs> so it just got to a point where it just was weird shit towards me because I really don't do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so I just had to let it go because it just, at that point, it was weird. Uh, but nobody don't, nobody knows boundaries because if they I don't, don't, if I don't answer the phone, she raised hell. Uh-huh. But as soon as you ignore me, I just got to deal with that shit. Exactly. So No. I like that, yeah. the um, boundaries thing, because that's something that personally I want to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's so crazy because the night before I went to the nigga house, I said, I need to work on my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just, that was, that boundary. I said, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck that boundary. I said, fuck it. But, um, so, yeah, that's definitely something that I want to mm-hmm. um, practice more. Like, it's just. I think that's something a lot of people need to work on, boundaries. Mm Because they get crossed every goddamn day. And friendships need to learn how to respect people's relationships. Do y'all think, like, the lack of boundaries and stuff like that, do y'all think, like, it's something that, like, we get in this shit from social media? Like, you know what I'm saying? Why does nobody have boundaries? Because no one has boundaries. Literally. (laughs) I swear. So, like, what make us get to that point of, like, fuck it, I'm just out here doing what I want to do. Like, because that's, I, I'm there. And I and when I first got to that point, I thought it was good for me. Like, because I've always been structured. I've always mm-hmm. been, I'm, I'm the youngest of four. So my mama had a different, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The hold on me was like really different. So I was like really sheltered. And so, yeah. you know, um, from that to being engaged for like years, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a lot of different little things that have been keeping me, in the house, put up, so to speak. So to um, come outside and not just coming outside like um, niggas being outside club-wise, but, you know, just being outside of my normal self, even with my siblings and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's like, how I mean, I'm just to the point, like I literally do what I want to do. And I feel like, I feel like I have afforded myself the right to do what the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I do want to create some some type of boundaries. Like, as far as how I spend money, how I, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I do need that type of structure because I'm just 
So, like, how do you, you know what Talking I'm saying? Talking about, it's, when you say boundaries, as far as how you spend money, every, like. Everything. Like, in every aspect, like. Um, I don't. I would I say social media, maybe. So, okay, so you don't think it's, like, affected by social media, like. Like, what's affected by social media, though? Like, the the lack of boundaries. Um, I really don't believe that that is what affects. The only thing I feel like social media affects these days relationships is, like. Relationships. <clears throat> not even just relationships. It's people wanting what they see online, mm-hmm. seeing in pictures and stuff, not knowing what people are, going whatever, through are going it. through to mm-hmm. get there or. This, that, and the third, they want what they're seeing in the picture. And mm-hmm. they and these people could be going through hell. You never know. It's it's a front. Mm-hmm. So I feel like to that point, I feel like that's where social media affects certain things. Like as far as relationships and boundaries and stuff. Like, mm, I, don't, I don't think it has anything to do. Like with yours, what you're saying, you more so talking about like personal boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pretty much think. I feel like that's a more self thing. Like, that's yeah. something you got to, because when I went through, like, the last three years, I kind of been to myself. Like, I don't I don't sleep next to nobody. I, it's to myself. It's me and my baby. Like, mm-hmm. so it really, like, brought me into, like, learning how to really self-love. Like, learn to be alone. Like, it's been nights where I was, like, then had nights I cried. Like, right. I used to this. I've always been in relationships. Like, but it's really a point in time where you just really got to sit and really think about what you want in life, how you want to do this. You don't want to be this kind of person anymore, so you got to do this. Mm-hmm. Issues, but you got to sit and take the time out to do it. Like, And it goes along with healing. Like, I went to therapy. I'm about to go back. My old therapist left, so I got to find a new one. But it's just a lot. Like, you got to sit and take the time out and do the work for yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm, definitely. And that's definitely something that... Um you know, I've, I've been working on... That's, today was actually like a reset day for me, and I feel real good, ready for the mm-hmm. week and stuff like that. But um, therapy, um, that's something that keeps... It keep coming to me, but it's something that's like, I don't really know. You got to want to do it. Go. But you have to want to do it. Because uh-huh. if you go in there with a mindset like, mm, I'm uh-huh. not really feeling this, you're, you're not going go to be... Like, you're not going to be into it, like, mm-hmm. when they ask you stuff and they ask you to do the work. Because it comes to work now. Like, mm-hmm. if you got a good therapist, they're going to give you homework. Yeah. So, it comes with work. And I'm going to be honest. When I first started therapy, I cried every time. The girl, the lady <laughs> could ask me, well, how you doing today? Here go me balling out. <laughs> like, I'm just crying the whole thing. Like, to the point where I just went in there every time. No makeup, sweats, t-shirts. Because I know I'm well. going to cry. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's a lot. You just got to really want to get into mm-hmm. it. And that happened to me because... I told myself this year I was going to accomplish a lot of things. The podcast was one. I mm-hmm. knocked that down. Then I said, um, my therapy. <laughs> well, before that, I wanted a Camry. So I said, I'm going to get me a Camry. I don't care. I went and got my Camry. The last thing I wanted to accomplish before this year's out is therapy. I always need it because, who? long story. But um, I finally went. I said, fuck it, I went. Um, her name is Samantha Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> my first meeting with, with her, like, I went in scared. But when I'm talking to her, like, I feel like a burden was lifted because I was able to say stuff that I couldn't say mm. to others. And I cry and I hate crying in front of people. I would get mad at you because I'm crying. Mm. But so. <laughs> how did you go about finding your therapist? Because so, that plays a big part. A in friend like, of mine. Well, because my, my best friend since middle school, she is actually a licensed therapist. So 
she used to be like, you don't really need to go to therapy. So she used to, like, every time, and when my lady had left, she was like, um, no, I'm about to go ahead and send you some more people right now so you can call these people. But she, like, sent me people, sent me their page, like, so you can read, like, what they specialize in. So if you know okay. what your problem is, like, it, it, uh-huh. knowing what you're looking for and what kind of help you feel like you need really plays a big part in how you find a therapist. Yeah. That's awesome. But That's... I walk out, out of there. I cried before I walked out. When I walked out, I had a big old smile on my face. Girl, I ain't know about no uh-huh. smile. Now. I couldn't even go to work. <laughs> on therapy days, what? baby, we don't work because I can't handle it. I go How Tuesday. How often do y'all go? Every, Every week. week. Every week. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I had missed um, maybe two weeks because my job. But... I'm missing so much. I got to find <laughs> me another therapist. But I go Tuesday. So you, you should try it. Okay. I think I'm getting closer to... Um, getting to that point, I'm probably gonna end up doing it. Um, I'm probably gonna end up doing it. I think that's a scary thing in the black community when you mention therapy. I, I think, think so. For me, it's not so much as scary; it's skeptical. It's like um, I've been working on myself for a time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been a couple years for me that I just been, you know, just really awesome soul searching type shit. Or whatever. So I, I have uncovered so many things about myself. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Some things even. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's definitely helped me to progress. And I see it. And so me even being able to sit here and be on this podcast. Anybody that know me as a child, they will tell you I didn't even talk. Oh, I did not talk. So for me to even get to the point of being able to do something like this. I love doing it. Right. It's fun. Um, I love doing it. But um and and that actually I just really found, you know, my purpose. I'm a communicator. Mm-hmm. Um at my job, that's literally what I get paid to do to intake certain things at a certain level and be able to deliver it to people that might not understand it. You know what I'm saying? So I just break down information and help people to understand things on a daily basis. So it's like, that's something that I love to do. That's something that I, okay. I do well. So it's like, um, um, you know, I, like I said, I've been doing the work on myself. So it's like, um, I'm kind of skeptical about somebody that learns how to handle stuff instead of like organically knowing how to help someone heal. Mm-hmm. And being taught how to help somebody, like, it, it just is like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you read a book, and, I mean, obviously they do more. I'm not discrediting um, the people. You know what I'm saying? I would never do that because that's, that's work. That's hard work. Then people mm-hmm. go to school for years to learn how to do their job effectively. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah, I would rather. <laughs> you won't know it until you crazy. try it. You're right, though. That's true. Yeah, you just won't know until you try it. You'll probably really like it. I probably will. I hope I do. It's yeah. yeah it, it, a lot of people just really look down on it because, mm-hmm. especially back then, my first time ever going to therapy, I was 18. Um, I went to it for like maybe six months, and then like a couple of people I had told, and they was like, "Why are you going to therapy? What's wrong with you?" Like. Mm-hmm. And even though I've always been, I don't care, like certain stuff is like kind of sensitive to me, sensitive to me. So when it came down to that and knowing certain things I've been through and why I needed to go to therapy, it kind of like pushed me away from it. But mm, I, it's really a good thing. It helps with a lot. So just try it. I'm sure I'm going to try it because actually my um, 
my daughter is going to be starting soon. She's been okay. like, um, you know, expressing different things about my mom, like passing and stuff like that. And it's, um, you know, it's enough to say, okay, we should, um, you know, speak with someone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, she's going to be going. And um, I'm excited for her, honestly. I'm excited for her. I'm like, you know, a lot of black women don't get therapy until, you know what I'm saying? Like, later on, like when it's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like I'm just happy to, um, even though it's a little reactive because obviously something happened for us to get to that point. So it is reactive, but it's early. And I'm I'm just right. like, I hope it is something that I'll definitely do. I, I hope she really benefit from it. And she definitely will. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I, I did just offer of that one mm-hmm. visit. So Okay, so yeah. Boundaries, counseling. <laughs> now it's time for Between the So this segment is where we get between the sheets Where we have little stories to tell about um, Our sex experiences Whether it's good or bad And if um, you listeners have any sex stories That you want to send in You can send it to my email At itsdejanepodcast23 At gmail.com And I will definitely be sure to read them out On the next episodes but today we have Donna's going to give us a between the sheets. <laughs> okay. So, as most of y'all know, I dated women majority of my life. Um. So, after my last relationship, I kind of tried to get back into the dating world, trying to talk to a man, trying to get out of my type because y'all, y'all know I like them hood ones now. But um, so I I tried to date a man. He was a businessman, got his own stuff going together. Was still in college, no kids, no none of that. I really liked this man, but <laughs> it just, we was talking for so long, like months and months at a time. We would stay on the phone. He'll come see me. He'll take me out, all kind of stuff. I just kept saying, what's wrong with this man? Because why do these girls keep leaving him? Like something something has to be off. Oh. So I call him. I'm calling my friend. I'm saying, it's got to be the sex. Like he's not trying me. He's not trying to do anything. We've been talking this long time. So, the first time I called him over there, um, I basically had to try him. And hmm, when I tell you, <laughs> it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really was supposed to be me getting head at first, to be real with you. So, when I tell you was eating and didn't even touch the clit not one time which you know how some men really don't know how to eat pussy for real and be staying in the hole like mm. why is you just sticking <laughs> your tongue and you not going nowhere but down there and then you get up like you just did your shit like I'm I'm trying to fake it like but in my head I'm like oh my god can he just get the fuck up <laughs> so I'm really like moaning but it's like on the phone like yeah like please hurry up trying to make it seem like you got something going on but he mm-hmm. got up like he really did his shit like Y'all, before I knew it, he had done stuck it in. I didn't know he stuck it in. I could not feel nothing. Like, when I tell you, it was horrible. Like, that shit had to be micro. I didn't feel shit. Oh, my God. Mind you, I really don't be messing with me. So, it ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Uh Uh-huh. He was just humping you. No, I told him to stop. Like, I looked at him. I said, oh, no, stop. Like, that shit was horrible. Like, so, we laid down. He asked me, is everything all right? I said, mm-hmm. So he left the next day. He, um, I ain't talked to him for like maybe a week. So he texted me. He was like, um, is something wrong? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> I basically just made something up and was like, um, I think I just wasn't expecting. Um, 
I'm used to girls, so I was a little uncomfortable. Because mm. I didn't want to hurt his feelings because he really was a good person. But that shit was horrible. Mm. He I was ain't cute. never experienced He was cute. What did he you was see like the a, dick? He was like a finer usher. Ooh. Mm. No, he wouldn't never do nothing sexual. Like, I had to, like, damn near force him. I'm saying, did you actually look no. at the dick? When well. he laid next to me, like, after it was done... Like, I felt it on my butt a little bit, but it was oh. so small. Like, it was fucking non-existent. <laughs> Ooh, I've seen one of them before. That shit was horrible. And I that shit had hurt my soul. With one of them. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> Shrimp dick assassin. I can't. You know? <laughs> Sex is a big thing for me. You can't even play with me like that because right. I would cheat on your ass real fast. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my God. That's I had horrible. really liked that man for real. That, that shit had really... My first time trying somebody good. And he mm. had money, you say? Yeah, he had his shit together. He was sure. I would have like him before he fuck you too. Mm-hmm. That's what he was trying to do. Make mm-hmm. sure you all there. <laughs> Child, like he mm-hmm. really was. We was talking like all all day, every day. I know him since I was fifteen. We worked. I worked my first job with him. Like so, it it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And you said he couldn't keep women. No, it was like he would have like a long term relationship, but either he he would get cheated on or left. So I just, I was like, well, what's wrong with him? Because he really is, he's damn near perfect. Like, baby, it's a sex. Mm. But yeah, that that was uh, that was a thing for me. Damn. Well, Shay, you got any? <laughs> Shay, do you have any shrimp any? dick um, stories? I ain't going to talk about that uh, shrimp dick tonight. I'm yeah. going to tell you a, a story about a boy with a horse. Ooh. Oh, Okay, so I um, I had knew this dude. I'm talking to him, you know, but he was living out of town. So mm-hmm. you know, I love me a little out of town. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so we um, I end up going out of town, getting on the interstate, go see him. I pull up, everything's good. Um, we probably I ain't gonna cap y'all. We definitely fuck when I- <laughs> we definitely fuck, <laughs> but um. It was really good. That boy turned my ass every way but motherfucking Ooh. loose. You hear me? Like, it was great. But I just ain't never hit him no more. I, like, I never hit him up again after that. And he had a horse? He had a horse, bitch. He had a ghetto country. I'm talking about Ooh. dirt road living. <laughs> oh, like, I love this nigga had a big ass dick. Like, it was not. Like, I don't even know. Like, who is taking this on a regular? On a regular. Like, so I never fought with him. It, like time, I mean, time went by like a year. It was I think it was like two years. Um, he always like, you know, he would always like hit me up and shit like that. Like, you know what's up? Like, you know, but I just I don't know. I ain't never felt like, oh, I got a reason to go back and get. Yeah. Like I'm not crazy about no BD. I'm sorry. I am, and I understand because I done <laughs> had some good sex for men, and I just don't understand how women get crazy over good sex because not with men. I. I don't get crazy because I know I come with good sex, so I get crazy. I don't get crazy, and, I, and but it's more so the way you do it. I don't. And get it's crazy. like talking. If you talking me through it, like you can, you can talk so good while you fucking that you will pull a nut out just by talking. No, yeah, that's true, but I, that's still not gonna make me crazy. Like I don't, but I also you I just don't like men. Then I like certain men. First of all, dick really ain't good for me if I like unless I like you for real, for real. It's not. Yeah. It's boring. Most men only in it for themselves. Like. Mm-hmm. So you would rather have a strap or a dildo or whatever over a real dick? 
Um, to be honest, I distract school or whatever, but I, I really am aggressive. Like, so I like to be the one digging bitches sound like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. I don't, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It is better from women most of the time because they do know what they're doing. Like, I mean, there's some who obviously don't, but I really don't. If I, if I don't have some kind of feelings or emotions towards you, or if we're not sneaking, me and men, it's not, it's not good for me. Like, if um, you're not sneaking. Yeah. If I'm not sneaking, if it's not, because <laughs> once we done sneaking, it's yeah. not even good anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my I God, had yeah. this one sneaking link for 10 years. Like, every time I did something in a relationship, after I caught something and I did this, it always was that one person and it always was good. But baby, after all them relationships was over and I just wanted to do it, it was, it was, yeah. it was done. I had the same thing. Like, this dude I was talking to, he had a girlfriend. I think I mentioned that before, but he had a girlfriend and she was so, she was checking for me so bad every time. So it was fun. I was glad that, ha-ha, bitch, you mad. Mm-hmm. Like, she would inbox me, and I love that. But once she forgot about him, she ain't care no more. I ain't care no more about him. It's not fun no more. <laughs> it just ain't it wasn't good. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I've never been crazy. Not dick crazy anyways. Um, I been dizzy as hell. I lie. I have been dick crazy one time. 17. Mm. With that older New York man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm New York niggas. <laughs> but that was about the only time I don't like New York niggas They fast talkers Like Them bitches sell you I feel like so Yeah they, fast, I feel like They probably like, fuck fast <laughs> Um I don't know It is never fast life like They probably fucking With their Tims on Like <laughs> And the fitty caps and what you got to say? Y'all in do? a do-rag. <laughs> definitely the do-rag. Rag. No do-rag. No, it do definitely be with the do-rag. No, oh, my God. Yeah, on the do-rag. No. But this was back then, though. This was, like, 10 years ago, so. But I was dick crazy then. I really, like, I, yeah. I was a little dick crazy I like then. my niggas country. I need me a Oh, girl, I love a country. I love them when they get dirty. But when I mean dirty, I mean like you work. I love a hard worker. Mm-hmm. And you got a little boots on. Yes, or they God. Truck, got a little mud on it. I like that. A little I mud. I like that. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I never like that. I want your hands ashy. I don't, what you like? I like the hood ones. But I like it's Okay, so it's a it's a reason why. Because I just feel like with hood men, like I know what they come with shit. I come with certain shit too. And they just be on the same type time. Like you Most of the time. Yeah, like I know what to expect from them kind mm-hmm. of men. I'm not the kind of person I am. I'm a, I'm not going to say I can't deal with a hardworking man because part of me would want somebody like that because I feel like I really want somebody good. I want this real grounded yeah. family kind of thing. But at the same time, like the kind of stuff I'm on and how I want to like go on with my life and get where I want to go. I don't want Dang. I don't want that. Okay. Like, like the traditional man, like you don't. No, wanna... I don't. I, I really don't. It just doesn't work oh, for wow. me. I can't because I I will get bored. Like I've done tried. And I'll I feel get like bored. that's me. My but, mama said she don't think I'll be married because I get tired of niggas fast, and I do. But it's just you have to keep me excited. I get tired of the hood ones too. I, I see you What's about to say something. I, I, <laughs> I think shit. that a lot of this be bullshit. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> Why? Like, because a lot of times I don't know. I recently. Was having a conversation with someone, um, a young lady, um, and I was like, and her, uh, actually, it's a couple months ago. She's a stripper, mm-hmm. a dancer. Let me be respectful. Um, and I was like, I don't want you to stop doing what you do. Whatever your life is, that shit shouldn't change. If I'm confident in me, right, it don't matter what your lifestyle is. Right, doesn't matter what you like to do. You like eating some pussy every now and then? Fuck eat some pussy. I don't give a wow. damn. Wow. 
If you no, like her, even if you like her, you want I, she's a I, girl. Me personally, I think that so many people let relationships, the word relationship, mm-hmm. dictate how they deal within them. I think that people, if you accept the person where they are and you make their life better, eventually that stuff fades away. Mm-hmm. Eventually that stuff fades away. And if it doesn't, I think the person ends up loving you because you love them for who it they does. are. That's why. I, let me, and let me, I think that a lot of the time, you got to just let people be who they are. Right. Because mm-hmm. I met you doing this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I met you in, in this but space. But people don't think like that. Just because you think like that don't mean everybody <laughs> thinks like that. And I, I get it. That's why I say, let me correct myself. I like, it's not that I don't. I don't. <laughs> and, and, and I think the thing that I have an issue with is a lot of men this like Shay said I want a country nigga with this and the third she said I want a nigga with dirt on his truck fuck if I don't drive a truck but I'm like be you like I'm comfortable in me and I think the second that I'm not comfortable the second that I make you not feel comfortable within you mm-hmm. then we're already doomed like you said if a nigga this that and the third I'm gonna cheat on him right that's what you said darling if he don't this, if he don't that, then it's I'm a cheat on It's not certain things that he's doing. It's like, in my mind, okay, I, that's why I said let me correct myself. My issue really is I want so much in myself that it ain't even really got to do, but it, I get a lot more like back from a hood man. But let, when I say a hood one, like I mean one that wants more like that, not only just talk, trying to sell a dream, but is actually working towards it. Like, they, mm. they come with more hustle, like how I, I come with it. A lot of these working men, a lot of them are okay with suck being in the traditional kind of lifestyle. Yeah, I don't want I that kind it. of lifestyle. I, but I see, now, now here's where, here's where I think if the person has some of these qualities, I, I think that, I don't think you need to settle. Mm-hmm. I never believe in settling. Mm-hmm. Don't, life is too fucking short to settle. All right, you could end up wasting time in places. You, uh, 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 CeeLo Green said it in the song. You end up wasting time in places you don't even need to be. Even need to be. You don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, be with someone who accepts you for you, but wants to make your life better. Me, I am attracted to entrepreneurial people, mm-hmm. people who are looking to upgrade their lives, mm-hmm. wanting to do better. Because I feel like I have my value to their life is I've been through the pitfalls so I can help you get yours. And that's my value to you. And a part of that becomes accepting you for who you are so that we can make you so that you can live a better life and a better life. Listen, Dollar, if you say, hey, I am I fucks bitches. Mm -hmm. Okay, the boundary going to be you got to fuck bitches at the house. That's the boundary, if that's my boundary. But to take away a side of you, because if if it's a superficial side of you because of what you need, then that's not being fair to the person I met. Right. Okay. That, that, that. And that's what I'm saying. So if you're a dancer, I met you doing that. Mm-hmm. And if I was okay with you doing that, when I met you and started talking to you and started dating you and all this and the third, why all of a sudden now I got a problem when you go to work? That's yeah. your job. That's like saying you mad. I'm a teacher. You you mad at me for being the teacher. But that goes along with me saying that a lot of men, it, it starts off as that, oh, shoot, 
it starts off as that. But like once the like relationship, the feelings or anything grows, a lot of men can't handle it. Like mm-hmm. it switches up. Like it's like a trigger. Like it I've does. done uh-huh. Which which I get, but I don't think you know till you know. Because I think a lot of times I get condemned. And I'm speaking mm-hmm. personally for me. I get condemned because I do say this. I say this exact same thing. Be you. I don't care. Because as long as I have your heart, I don't care. Because I know you're going to ride for me. And eventually what happens over time, I'm going to tell you what happens over time. Over time, you don't crave anyone's presence but mine. Mm -hmm. But you have to get there. Right. And for me to meet you in your space and expect you to come to my space within a month or two, it's unrealistic. That's completely unrealistic. And I think that that's where relationships go bad. Hey, that's my man or that's my girl. But she can't do. If the nigga been going to the club, if you met him in the club, you're not going to stop him from going to the but club tomorrow. But let me tomorrow. ask you, though. So, okay, so what if it was a case as far as, like, the okay, she's a dancer. What if it's, she's dancing, but she don't have, like, no, nothing to show, like, just, and she keeps, and it's going to be a lifetime thing for her. If that's her life and I met her there. So that don't change it's, anything. It's up to me. Whether I accept that from her. Because a part of our conversation in the getting to know you is, what's the plan? Right. Because like you, what I found interesting about your interview with Dijanae was you said, this started out as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. So you see yourself, hey, I want to get into the lingerie business. Mm-hmm. If I have an issue with OnlyFans, guess what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. I'm going, hey, look, I know manufacturers over here. I have my retail license. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put you on with these people. I know somebody who's a designer. We're going to go ahead. We're going to design the shit. And then we're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to get a couple of things in. We're going to give away some things on your OnlyFans. We're going to give away some product on your Twitter. And then we're going to entice people on those tags. We're going to give them a QR code that when they click on it, they're going to get 20% off if they go to the website and order. Okay. Because now what we're doing is we're working towards creating the revenue that you're getting on OnlyFans, which is going to make OnlyFans irrelevant. Right. And I think that people don't think they see where you at and say, I can't fuck with that. But that's but you you answered my question, but you. How? OK, what? Tell it to me. Ask me the question no, again. Because what I said was. If I, if I messed up, ask me the question again. What I said was they don't have no end goal. Like are they don't you, if they don't have an end goal. And I'm really feeling them. Guess what my job is? To figure out the end goal. Because people who are stuck in that rut, in that rut, nine times out of ten, don't have a plan, don't have goals, because nobody's ever sat them down and asked them, well, what do you want to do? Whether they know or not, is this it? Is this what you want to be? Then if this is what you want to be, then shit, you can't do this at the hole in the wall club. Let's figure out how we can get you. Real money down in Atlanta. Okay. Real mm-hmm. money in New York. Real money doing pro- Like, how can we get you real money? Because these hole in the walls in Orangeburg, them ain't real right. money. Yeah. These hole in the walls in, I, no hate on Florence, they ain't real money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if that's who you are, and I want to be with you, mm-hmm. my job is to help you level up. 
That's called a real man. To help you level not up. Too many of them. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not to condemn you. It's not to make you feel any kind of way. It's not to disparage you. My job is to help you but level that's, up. That's how it's supposed to be. Like that's that's why. But that's not how it is. <laughs> it's not. But that's that's it's why just, I. But you you can only say that for the people you meet because. Well, yeah. I am not the only one. I am one of many. And, it's and the issue is, the issue is, y'all go. I want a hood nigga. I want, I want the, I want, the, I want the country nigga. <laughs> I want the this because the one thing I can say about a nigga who's been see like people disparage a lot of up north people mm-hmm. and or, or even the really out west people like California. They disparage us because of we're not from here and stuff like that and all oh, them niggas always talking this I get it but people who really truly came up in those areas there's a particular for the many not all hustling grind mm-hmm. because of the level of competition we have had to endure the entire time we were in that space so when we come in I'm automatically looking and trying to figure out okay how do I get to the money how do I figure out how can I maneuver this space to, to hustle, to get my grind? And there's a lot of Southern niggas that I've met that do do that. There's a lot of people. Be easy. My partner here, be easy. CL. CL's never had a real job. That nigga always got money. I call him Tommy because I don't know what he does. <laughs> but if you call that nigga, he is painting a truck. He's on somebody's roof fixing some shit. He's flipping somebody's house. This nigga said, like, yeah, I'm going out here to pick up four cars. For what? Oh yeah, I sell cars on the side. What the fuck? I mean, you so there's people out here that do it. You're just not. I don't think that sometimes, I think sometimes in the circle of people you meet is sometimes not the circle you need to be in for where you want to go. Right. So you're not meeting, those guys exist right here in South Carolina or women in your case, but they're just not in the space in which you're circulating. So sometimes you have to change where you circulate to find those people, to be in the same space with those people. And I'm just, and that's just, and that's just me speaking for guys because there's a lot of guys out there like me because, oh, you ain't this and you ain't that and you ain't this and you, okay, cool. Or, or my favorite thing is women are so caught up in looking at red flags that they don't even see the green flags that are there. You got this many kids. Well, bitch, I take care of my kids. Okay. Yeah, the kids ain't really. How the fuck? No, 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 no. Oh, trust me, they a problem. Trust me when I'm telling you. So I'm out here searching for somebody who's gonna deal with me and my shit. Well, how many kids do you have? I have six. Um, I mean, yeah, exactly. No, I can't talk. So <laughs> no, I'm just saying I have six. But the issue with people see is because of that many people, because of that many kids, they either seeing the money that you can't spend. Right. That's one. Rather than seeing, damn, this is a dedicated motherfucker to his kids. And they don't even get a chance to meet the fact that, damn, this nigga takes care of two uh, of his kids yeah. by himself. Myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just a, that, that fact. Oh. So I think a lot of times people don't see past whatever it is they want to see. So, like I said, I, I don't think that there's I think that you just have to you have to swim in the pool that suits where you want to go, not where you are. Yeah, well, I gotta change. And I think that you just gotta change the pool. Well, like, I gotta change my pool. You just gotta change the pool. Well, that's I my, that, the wrong ones. Yeah, that's my thing. That is my biggest thing. And that being that, I do I do want to steer away from the women and all of that. Like I, 
I know what kind of person like I look for like as far as like a man who can teach me things and bring me to a next level kind of thing like and I've experienced that for the first time like now but mm-hmm. even though the situation is a little different yeah, yeah so now on, on, on and to some other points like just people just around there's people that come in this podcast studio all the time that I have a lot of respect for because I see their grind. I see their hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know personally how they would feel about what I'm saying, but people like Kane. People that, Kane had a, 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 a snap a, a snap the other day. He's like, mm, I wonder what car I'm going to drive today. But people don't know how hard he works. Mm-hmm. Right. He's got a regular job, but he has a great time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Jay. I wouldn't say he got a regular job, to be honest. No, he he, but he worked. He got his education. Yeah, he had he has a he has a career. He has a career. But it's like no, I'm not saying regular job career. in that sense, yeah. but I mean, but he has a what you a call nine like, to five. Yeah, he has a nine to five oh, yeah. that is that is well taken care of him mm-hmm. because he put in what the commensurate work that comes with the pay, which means he works hard so he can play hard. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, watching Jay do his mm-hmm. thing. He just leveled up and got into a, a studio where now it's not this corny, it's not this corner store stuff. It's mm-hmm. shit. You got to pay me for my time because I'm in this spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like regular, like just people that come in that you come into contact with. And so why not take a look in their circle and what's going on there? Not necessarily them. I'm not saying nothing disparaging anyone. I'm just saying not necessarily them, but their circle because we live in like-minded circles yeah because my circle is uh, there's a doctor in my circle there's a there's an owner of a multi-million dollar four country nursing program he's a ceo of of a company that deals with nurses over four continents in my circle there's business owners in my circle they come through here every now i'm gonna come to your circle i'm just i'm just saying like this is just takes um it just takes, Go, going outside sometimes on a Tuesday night. Um, and just sitting somewhere that you don't and, normally go. And it's really such a really? beautiful thing when you start meeting people and like, you be like, oh That's my God, a millionaire you. sitting right here. I mean, well, I'm, I'm having a conversation with a millionaire on a regular basis. Yo, there's like, a, I got a friend and, of mine who's a multi-million, multi-millionaire dude. And it's really cool. Like, it's like. Well, we, we need to try that. Name Tyrone. His name's Tyrone. Owns a restaurant in Columbia. Owns multiple houses. Owns a construction company. He drives a Prius. Multi, he could buy and sell you ten times over. Drives a Prius. You would never know. And dresses in construct in a in a plaid shirt and some oversized jeans. And I said, Tyrone, what do you plays plays crypto cryptocurrency and all that stocks and all of that? Multi million dollar dude. If you looked at him, if I brought him here, stood him, sat him right here, I would never know. You would never know because he he acts just like a normal person. Just like every day. So you don't never know what circle you in when you go to these different spaces. Mm-hmm. But I tell you where they're not at. Some of the places where you hang, they right. ain't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ain't at But that's why I tell. Like, Chelsea, you remember when I was saying? <laughs> you wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I ain't saying that. I'm just no, saying. They ain't, they ain't at Creekside. They ain't anyway. no, I, we but, not going to disparage any any uh, business here. We're we trying to get sponsorship. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to... Uh, uh, sponsor the DJ mm, podcast yeah. Creekside hit, hit up DJ on her email but that's why I was telling you like when we was talking about um, going out and when I was said out, well I would have just went out by myself mm-hmm. like but when I said I'd be going out by myself like a lot of times I went to like hotel bars like 
around like one, two Mm o'clock, like type of thing. Like, yeah. And they they do be in there and you'll be surprised. Take a book, take a computer. They gonna approach you. And just Mm -hmm. sit there. They're gonna approach you. A hundred percent. What what's the one down the Hotel Florence? Um, that one and then the Hyatt down there too. Yeah, definitely the Hyatt. Hyatt. Definitely yeah. be at the Hyatt. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. I done sat at the bar in Hyatt before mm-hmm. and yeah. They do. But uh, you gotta you gotta be in there alone. And, yeah. and and don't don't just go there for the intentions of that. Like go there to work on something. Yeah, that's why I said take a take and actually be working and because be working if they see something. that you're really working, like they're nine times ten, somebody's gonna approach you. Like it's not just like so. Attract, be be what you want to attract, and I think yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. don't do that. Like you want somebody who work out all the time, but you never go to the goddamn gym. Mm-hmm. Like how the hell, <laughs> how that work out? So anyway, my bad. That's my two cents. I'm sorry. So yeah, I need to go to the go sit at the bar at the Hyatt with a computer <laughs> <laughs> and dress up. It works. I got a friend who does no it all it. the time, and she she the. She yeah. But DJ, even in your space, you're a podcast, you're aspiring to be great. Mm-hmm. Go go to the different the different podcast conferences. Go to there's one coming up in Atlanta. There's one in New York. There's um um, um there's a couple of them coming up uh uh, uh down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Like go to them. But if you go, you have to talk to people. Like yeah, you like you, gotta, like you have I mean, to I'm interact. Not to talk like, yeah, like go, yeah. you, you get your little thing. Pay for the VIP package where you get backstage with mm-hmm. people. Even shoot, sometimes you could pay for a package where you get to perform your show for 15 minutes. Oh, okay. and they put you on the stage 15 minutes. You do your show, and then you're backstage with the with the with the big names that have paid money to be on the stage because they wanted to expose their show. Right. And now you're back to, hey, what do you, like, how did you get that many listeners? How did you do this? How did you do that? Hey, man, do you mind? I brought my, I brought some equipment with me. Do you mind doing a show with me in my room? Or do you mind doing a show with me in the conference room? But you, you have yeah. to open your mouth. It's all about networking yeah. for real. Like Networking is key. Yeah. In yeah. any, in anything you do. Okay. Well, I wouldn't mind going jewels. to one, especially Atlanta. Because yeah. then I can party afterwards. <laughs> but they'll have part that's the thing they'll have parties and stuff like rooftop parties and all mm-hmm. of that that happen that if you buy the VIP experience you get tickets to all of that stuff oh okay yeah like I mean it's, it's ways to it's ways to kind of um, it, it don't even have to be podcasting it, yeah, could, it be could be a anything. business um, a business yeah. seminar period like and that's what I be posting on Facebook all the time about I need somebody to go but I just gotta start going by myself cause Sometimes it's best yeah. for you to go. Um, uh, Vaughn from the Very Necessary Podcast was on our network. She went to the Rick. Rick Ross has a business event every year. Uh-huh. I saw that. She went, wore a Very Necessary t-shirt, her podcast, mm-hmm. and took like 25, 30 Very Necessary t-shirts and gave them out to different people. And her card. Hey, make sure you listen to the show. Make sure you listen to the show. At something that had nothing to do with podcasting. Oh, Really? Yeah, I mean, it's just about you getting out, networking, and meeting people. And through meeting people, I guarantee you, it changes the circle of people you're around mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah, and it's not about it's not about forgetting who you were or who you used to chill with. Cause those are still your friends. That's your core. That's your base. But them That's, friends hold you back. Yeah, some a, do. A lot of some do. Mm-hmm. Some do. I, you say a lot, but I would say some do, depending on who they are. Yeah. But DJ from from your podcast numbers. People are supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say the majority of people in your circle are supportive. So just understand that there are more people that's for you than those that are against you. Yeah. In your circle. But understand there are some in your circle that need to be weeded out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So 
I didn't mean to take this that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. It's fine. But y'all ain't gonna say and bash men. I know that. I'm not, not on my watch at all. I don't. I don't. I don't I do men, men bashing because especially it's just. Yeah. You said I, that before. No, I. I what? <laughs> I no. love black men. Oh, I do. I'm not into the men bashing, but I mean, you can only speak for your experience. Yeah, my experience is horrible. And it's, the, it's not. I can't even yeah. sit there and say that because I've done ex, like I've done met some great men and I fumbled them. Like when I was talking to me, yeah. But it was because it wasn't what I was used to, and I wasn't in that space to be accepting of mm-hmm. any kind of that. Because baby, I yeah. would do you in. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I fumbled one, my baby daddy. Actually, I can't admit I fumbled him, but only because he's a good man. But we both he's a good some, man Savannah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but we both have some things that we needed to work on so it couldn't work okay thank you dollar for coming on the show and letting the listeners into your world so you can tell them where they can find you you can follow me on instagram um it's vintage cream underscore x v-i-n-t-a-g-e-c-r-e-a-m underscore x all my links will be posted in my bio. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Shay, tell the people where they can find you at. Yes, ma'am. Um, Shay Janae. Um, everything, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and then on Instagram is uh, underscore you love Shay Janae. Y'all go at me. Yeah. And that's a wrap for It's DJ Janae Podcast. Until next time. Yay!